What's up? This is Jeff Staple of the Business of Hype. And as everyone on planet Earth now knows, this is kind of a strange time that we're living in. With everyone hunkered down in their own homes, we were challenged with figuring out how to make a show, both logistically, because I typically interview all of my guests in person, but also like conceptually, like what do you guys want to actually listen to right now in the midst of what we're facing? What do y'all need right now? So we figured maybe let's call a bunch of the good people that have been on the show and just ask them how they're dealing and coping with Corona, both from a business standpoint, but also a personal one. I think hearing from people that inspire us will help us to figure out the footing in these uncertain times. I think we all go through this daily battle of figuring out big picture problems like family and unemployment and health while also tackling minutia, tiny details like when was the last time I washed my hands or do I have enough toilet paper and it's a time to replace my mask or can I get away with one more day? These are definitely very unprecedented times. And so this is just our small part in attempting to gather us together and share some stories. I hope you're able to get something out of these. I know for sure it's helped me out a lot just to have these conversations. Okay, let's get into it. So, yo, before we get into it, um, let's start with the basics. Who are you? What do you do? And where are you in the world right now? Well, uh, my name is James Jean. I'm an artist uh, living and working in Los Angeles. Okay. And are you at home? I am at home. Okay. Um, Good. Well behaved. Well behaved <laughs> citizen. <laughs> I'm sheltering. Yeah. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, your studio is in your home, regardless of whether Corona happened or not, correct? Yeah, I hate commuting and I like to, I like things to be as efficient as possible. So that's why I designed everything to be at home. And, you know, I would have assistants come over and help me out. But now obviously they're, they're on paid leave and we're trying to figure things out. But, um, but yeah, essentially everything is run out of here. Yeah. So is it safe to say that maybe life isn't all that different for you? Yeah, I think um, if my son weren't home, I think okay. I'd be killing it during you know this uh, this pandemic. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just home all day basically. I roll out of bed and uh, you know go through a few routines, but um, you know getting my kids to school. But then after uh-huh. that, it's just painting at home. Yeah, are you less productive now because your son is not in school? Yeah, I think that that's a major. <laughs> <laughs> major issue and trying to uh, maintain structure before we were really good with having a schedule, you know, everything uh, yeah. sort of revolved around getting to school and then we work, I, you know, pick them up and then, um, you know, we would have tea time with the assistants and then, uh, then it'd be dinner time, then put them to bed. But now it's just like days all blend together and we mm-hmm. we're losing all track of time. Like the, I mean, time is actually going really fast right now. Oh, interesting. Um, wow. Most for, people think time is crawling. Really? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, at least for me, it's the complete opposite because wow. uh, I feel like the, as soon as I wake up, it's like, oh crap, it's already, <laughs> it's already lunchtime. I do a little bit of work. Oh, it's already dinner time, And then, uh-huh. then the day's gone. I'm like, yeah, you haven't found your rhythm in this new world order. Yeah, and the thing is, um, I, I am kind of busier than ever, especially you know having to deal with the family stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also have to. I also do the grocery shopping <laughs> to, keep, <laughs> to keep the family safe. That's so nice of you. 
Oh, to keep the family safe. Yeah, to keep the family safe. Yeah. Normally, but you don't do the grocery shopping. No, normally I don't. Okay. But my wife does all the cooking. Yeah. So, I mean, she's a fantastic cook, so it works out great for us. But I think the impression that most people have of a of a working artist is that it's very like free flowing and non scheduled and non regimented. Hmm. But are you like your practice is quite organized? It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 very organized here. I mean, especially with you know all the 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 family stuff that is c- kind of commingled with the uh-huh. professional stuff. We have to keep everything you know run on a very tight tight schedule. Yeah. Is there any way that your helpers and assistants can still somehow assist you? So yeah, basically uh, this past week I set up a separate studio. A we call it the isolation studio. So there's only one person allowed to work there at one time. So uh-huh. they basically alternate days, and um, I don't even see them. Like I I've delivered uh-huh. all the work there, like the the canvases, paints, um, all the materials there, and they just you know help me do some of the work, which is um, doing all the paint fills. Which so this is little, not in your house. It's not in my house. No, no. It's not even your garage. It's, no, no, no. It, you it rented is, like another space. Yeah, it is maybe like three miles away. Oh, and you rented it just for Corona. Yeah. Wow. And so you go there unattended, put right. stuff there, and then somebody else comes later and does it. That's like, right. But yeah. that's awesome. And then at the end of the day, they, they wipe down, you know, <laughs> they wipe down the bathroom, like, you know, whatever they've touched. Right. And then the next day, a, a different guy comes in. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Great yeah. process, man. Kudos. That's, that's really like, that's almost like science lab efficiency level. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's not quite as uh, fancy as it sounds, but yeah, we're, we're trying. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so that's really interesting that, you know, to hear it, how it changed your life. I think most people, it's kind of like the opposite, <laughs> you know, like time moves really slow. Every day sort of feels like a strange groundhog day. Is, I hear a lot of that, you know. Yeah. But your days are flying by. <laughs> uh, I, I think so. In March, um, I was working on this big project um, mm-hmm. for for China. So that, So the thing... Uh, that that was going on was you know everyone is shutting down but China was getting back to work yeah and then uh, I, I'm working on this um, uh, my next museum show uh, that's supposed to be in Beijing and you know that's all being delayed right now mm-hmm. but in the meantime um, I've had to start working with some sponsors for the show and um, so in March I was working every day on this crazy project and um, I think that that sort of uh, made March disappear very quickly. Mm. Mm. And then, uh, now that is, I think just about wrapped up. And, uh, now I'm getting back into kind of getting the paintings in production again. So that's where like this past week, you know, the isolation studio started. I think April 1st was the day we agreed that my, my guys would come back and help me. And it sort of like just coincided with the ending of the, the Chinese project. Right. Um, when does the Beijing? Well, when was the Beijing show supposed to open? Uh, it was supposed to be June. So now okay. it's looking like maybe fall. But the thing is, the you know they want to make sure I can actually travel there. Yeah. And you know, part of this whole pandemic is that the, you know travel is just so uncertain right now. I mean, even end of February, I was supposed to go to uh, Spain for for a collaboration project, mm-hmm. and I was all set to go. I, I was. You know, a little freaked out at the time because you know it, things were developing very quickly. Yep. I don't know if you remember end of February, things weren't quite locked down in the West, but yeah, you know everyone was you know learning about 
uh, you know, the coronavirus and, mm-hmm. and, and places were getting quarantined and shut down, yep. you know, cruise and ships Spain, were getting... Spain and Italy were like the first, the hardest hit countries in Europe. Right. Yeah. I mean, at, at that time, Italy, the northern part of Italy was getting shut down, but, mm-hmm. but the rest of Europe was completely fine. Like no mm-hmm. one was reacting, <laughs> no one yeah. cared at all, and you, even the, the the people I was working with there, they were like assuring me everything's fine, you know, right. life is normal. And then I, w- I opened up my Twitter that day, and I see, uh, you know, the Spanish uh, Canary Islands. Mm-hmm. They they just quarantined the entire hotel. It was like a thousand yeah. people. And I'm like, yes. uh, okay, that's a little mm-hmm. concerning, but it's still you know kind of far away from Spain. Yep. And then a couple hours later, they're like. Uh, first case in Barcelona detected. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then another couple hours, I'm like, I look up and it's like up to, I think like three or six cases. I, I don't remember exactly. And then right. at that point I was like, oh, I can't get on this plane. So actually I huh. stayed home. Huh. And then, um, you know, the, 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 you know, my Spanish friends were very sad that I couldn't yeah. make it. Cause they thought you, I bet they thought you were overreacting at the time, right? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Right. But then now we learned that you know, they're saying that they had a big women's march on, in the beginning of March. That was like a big point of spread, spread, yeah, in Spain. But I think there's they're tracing back even to this big art fair, which I was supposed to go to, Arco, mm. and uh, they said that that was also a point of spread too. So, um, right. you know, because it's invisible until you start noticing, yeah, yeah. people getting infected like a week later. You know, yeah, and I think the naivete of especially us Americans is like, I remember when that all happened, like with the cruise ship and the Canary Islands. And I never thought that it would hit here that bad. That hard. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in denial. You know, it's like, we're, we're like the frog in the, the pot of uh, hot water and the yeah, temperature right. keeps rising Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until it's too late. And then, yep. uh, yeah, then yeah. dinner. How has it um, affected your business overall? Like, you know, you mentioned some of the delays, but what about like, just, you know, some of the other commissions or like i know you do a lot of like sort of like quick on-demand flash sales and stuff like that well um so you know part of the reason why i'm still so busy is because i have like a backlog of like two and a half years or two three years worth of commissions mm-hmm. painting commissions so that that's an ongoing thing and then okay. um uh you know right before you know everything was shut down i i had a print release you know, uh-huh. in January, I think. And that was um, our best release ever. Mm-hmm. Like it was the highest grossing. And then mm-hmm. um, I just had a release uh, a few days ago. Uh-huh. And I mean, it did okay. Yeah. It did, it did, it did well, I'm considering. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it wasn't as much. I would say compared to all of our releases, which have been a lot over the years, but um, it's it's in the top, five. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one that you just did a couple days ago. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then that you do that because of Corona or it was scheduled and you went ahead with it. No, it was scheduled. It was actually supposed to be earlier, but then with everything hitting, we were trying to scrambling to figure out how to do things. And then Den, you know, but my web store, which is located in, um, in Denver, it mm-hmm. got hit with a, um, Shutdown. shelter yeah, at uh-huh. home order. And then, yeah. you know, so we, we were just scrambling how to figure stuff out, how to move things to home, yeah. to my printmaker's home, and how we, you know, talking about how quickly we could get things done, fulfilled, and everything. Did you feel any concern about, like, just, like, selling stuff during this period? Yeah, uh, you know, what was, you know, some things 
can be a little counterintuitive. So I was hearing mixed signals. Obviously, a lot of people are very concerned. Uh, a lot of artists are very concerned, saying how you know no one's going to buy any art. And I think you know in a certain tier of the art world, maybe that's true. But um, you know, my and my other friend was saying how uh, because the stock market is 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 crashing, people are moving their assets into other things like art. Oh, okay. Right. So it's I don't like, I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, but uh and then I heard from another friend who has a, you know, big e-commerce uh business saying how sales are up, you know, 600% mm-hmm. because people are cooped up and they need retail therapy. Yeah. So that wasn't necessarily true for uh my print sale even though sales were good. I mean, maybe I'm being modest, but com- you know, compared to most people, you know, this, the the sales were great. Mm-hmm. I think, but you know, I wouldn't say it was a jump by any means. Maybe it was normal. I would say yeah. for me, it was which normal. is great. I think if you can do normal in this environment. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, I also have another uh, release this Sunday. It, you know, I think what changed a little bit is that I'm I'm getting hit up a lot to, you know, other people want to sell my work. So people want to sell my prints. They want drawings. They want paintings. That hey, can we do that? So I th- I sense that desperation there. Uh-huh. Um, other from people, other people meaning like uh, companies and galleries. Yeah, and other, yeah, exactly. Right. L- looking for, you know, a way, well, a way like to make you, a quick buck. Yeah, because it sounds like you've built a bit of a reputation where you can withstand this storm. And so they're hitting you up to be like, you're one of the, the bullets that we need in the chamber right, right now. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So far, I mean, you know, we're still kind of early into it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think we're, we're used to... Um, you know, very quick turnaround in the news, but you yeah, know, the effects are going to take a while to really play out. Right. You know, you I, you mentioned before how you like still go out occasionally to like run errands, get groceries and stuff, right? Yeah. And and you're also you know you have a big following, so you're interacting with people um, socially as well. You're seeing comments and stuff. Like, have you seen or witnessed any kind of like hard truths or or observations about? people in general since this happened <laughs> um good good or bad good know? or bad I, I don't know i mean um there's a lot of uh frustration i think in general in terms of uh serious some people are reacting mm-hmm. to the pandemic and then um you know basically or lack of seriousness or lack of seriousness because if everyone took it seriously that this could be over right well, who knows? I mean, I think we would have to do intermittent social distancing for maybe I don't know another year, you know, until they come up with a with the vaccine. The vaccine, yeah, because right. you know, at this point, there's no way to contain it. It's just going to be here, you know. Well, you we well, could do what China did, which is just like practically martial law, like just. If you leave the house, right. you're arrested. You right, know? but you know right. the the thing is that that worked great in the beginning, but now there's just going to be multiple waves of of reinfection. You know? Right, right, so right. Things can't really go back to normal like like we did before, where everything was so globalized and people were traveling everywhere mm-hmm. and, and and borders were so uh, you know porous. But um, yeah, uh, you know, speaking of China, like some of my projects have been delayed, like my books and some other other products. Um, you know, I was supposed to have a book out by now, but uh, you know, the the factories were shut down and the printing uh, of it. Yeah, now that they're going back to work, everyone's just going to you know get get infected again. I think. Um, <laughs> Great. But you know, as far as uh, you know, the the hard truths, I um, you know, I'm kind of expecting 
you know, something great to come out of it, you know, something really creative and, and inspiring, but, you know, so far, you know, I mean, we've seen some, you know, amazing musical performances from people mm -hmm. and we've also gotten, you know, celebrities singing us imagine <laughs> you know if yes. that's like the pinnacle of what we can do i mean it's kind of pretty sad but yeah um and it all happens on like ig live that's it right. like our whole life is just ig live now yeah 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 i don't know i mean it's, it's a little depressing but maybe you know we need time we need time for the, the you know the great the great art the great you know creative um forces to to yeah. uh, you know to play out. To me, I it's think. it's amazing how similar it is to like these science fiction movies that have come out in the past. Like, yeah, it's like they knew all along how this would play out. You right, know? that's you the thing. Like, yeah, you have very smart people. You know, mm -hmm. you, have you have scientists. Heroes. Yeah, yeah. heroes, scientists. You have uh, you know screenwriters who can kind of predict all this. But then still, we get into you know this predicament. Like we can't we can't prevent it. You know. Yeah. It's exactly like, why, why are we so dumb what the f right this has been like 12 movies in the past two years exactly exactly we, we know what we should do but right um, and then there's like the evil maniacal guy that's like hoarding masks and like you know just doing crazy shit like yeah i mean this you know this kind of reminds me of when when i was in you know school like middle school high mm -hmm. school you know, I'd, I'd be in class, uh, you know, I went to public school, I, I'd be in like a music class or, or, you know, any other class. And, you know, some kids would, you know, be super disruptive. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like, well, what if everyone like did what they were supposed to do? Like we would get so much more done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is, this is now, this is playing out in society at large. You know, you have like one segment that's like, you know, very um, conscientious. And then you have the other, you have, you know, the kids at spring break. Yep. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Have you made any recent um like investments uh in, you know, either yourself or work or anything like that that has been affected either like really really positively or really really negatively? Yeah, I think on the whole it's been um everything's just been delayed. So so nothing has been canceled yet. Mm -hmm. I think the the risk is, you know, I'm working with some um, some fabricators and, and these projects are very expensive. Yeah. And the, the risk is, you know, what if this company just folds? Cause you're in the midst of fabrication, like you're exactly, in the middle yeah. of making it. Right. So, right. So that money that's been, been invested so far that, that could just, you know, disappear. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, so far everything's just in hold, you know, on hold and uh, hopefully, you know, like the, the SBA loans come through. I mean, who, who knows? That's mm -hmm. just happening right now as we speak. Yes. Um, like um, two, two days ago it happened. Basically. Yeah. So I'm sure you, you know, you're looking into that and yeah. you know, I, you know, my friends are, you know, everyone mm -hmm. knows like looking into that, seeing how that, that can work out. Right. Um, yeah. It's funny. My, uh, my financial advisor guy who's like helping me like sort of take advantage of all that. Yeah. He's like, I actually, I mean, he's like, we have to take advantage of it because the government's giving it to us. But he's also like, I actually don't know where the fuck the money's coming from. Like they're just turning on the printing presses and just, just print two trillion more dollars. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like it's good. He's like, it's going to come to bite us later on down the road, but whatever no, it, it is what it is. It yeah. will. It will. I mean, you know, all that, uh, that's the question easy. nobody asks. Like nobody has, like, wait, where did this two trillion just come from? <laughs> well, that, that that that's our uh, that's our currency. That that's our fiat currency. It's all a fiction. Um, yeah. Yep. So you know, as long as we have faith 
that this will work out and that, you know, it doesn't turn into hyperinflation or anything, then, you know, everything will be stable at least for a while. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the, you know, the realities that we're facing is, you know, just how, how incompetent, uh, the government is. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to see like how the private sector, um, problem solves yeah. versus, you know, the government, the government and how the yeah. two clash together and, I mean, we do need the government to kind of like control things and tamp down things like, you know, price gouging and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, having the states like compete against each other for, for valuable resources. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's sort of dark comedy to watch it play out in the news too. Yeah. And yet we've watched this in a movie. (laughs) This has been (laughs) in many movies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But we couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um, are you keeping inspired through all this? You know, I, I know as an artist, it's important to sort of keep inspiration going. Like, how are you feeling on that front? Well, I, I've sort of been, you know, since we're uh, home, well, you know, I've always been home, but now that my son's home all the time, he's sort of uh, digging through all of my stuff and I'm sort of rediscovering, you know, old books mm-hmm. and comic books and, you know, things yeah. that I, I collected over the years that I, you know, hadn't looked at. For mm-hmm. a really long time, so that's actually been kind of inspiring because you know now I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> you know, you sort of you sort of forget what things were like when you were in your twenties, like discovering everything yeah. for the first time, and you know being excited about everything. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's great to to uh, kind of remember, yeah, that, remember right? that that feeling. And actually, recently, I I, I just uh, uh, method of stress relief. I, I downloaded a game called Inside. What's this about? Uh, it's just well, you should you should download it and try okay. it out. It's 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 just a beautiful, like amazingly designed game. And okay. um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even call it a game. It's like a work of art. <laughs> okay, it's actually cool. pretty Inside. fun. Okay, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's by this Danish video independent video game studio. They don't give any interviews. You know, like they just drop the game. The game has like uh-huh. no instructions. <laughs> But it, it's pretty amazing. It's very cinematic, and and it's just like one of the best designed things I've I've had the pleasure of uh, of enjoying recently. Nice. So that's cool that you're going back into your archives and sort of sharing it with your son. Like, and it's refreshing for you too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Um, so overall, you're staying sane. You're not losing it like a lot of people are inside. <laughs> well, I think the the thing that helps is that um, you know I. I still have that huge backlog of, of projects. So it's just like a constant right. every day. There's just, you know, constant thing. Yeah. A litany of things to, to do and, you know, emails still and, um, you know, trying to keep up with everything. And, uh, you know, we still have, you know, we we plan out our print releases pretty far in advance. So, you know, for the whole year, basically it's planned out. So, you know, basically like two, three months before every print release, um, you know, we're going through all the, the R&D and, and testing and, and samples. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's still being done. Um, yeah. So uh, I think right, the, keeping very yeah, the key is just to keep busy. Although, you know, I do crave being able to not do anything for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this time would be a great excuse to kind of do that. But yeah. Yeah. No, not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of companies have had to go through like, furloughs or layoffs right. and, or you know, salary cuts, but it, have you had to experience any of that? Um, you mean in my own? Uh, yeah, like with your team. No, no, I, I, I put them on a paid leave. So so they were, I think, gone for three weeks. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly, but um, yeah, but now they're back to work. Um, but yeah, I'll, you know, 
So you're able to keep them on, keep the whole team intact and keep paying them. Yeah, because my, my overhead is really low because I you yeah. know I work from home and you know now it's actually going up a, a bit because they're uh, working less, keep mm-hmm. you, know, you know, paying them the same. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I've had to, you know, get the new space and then yep. get yep. new materials because I need materials at home and then also materials in the new space and right. you know, but still it's 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 not it's not that much. Yeah. It's interesting because I think the the normal assumption is that people get like a solid nine to five job at an agency or something like that for the security. And the artist is like the unstable one. (laughs) But all the agencies and graphic design studios and shit, like they have massive layoffs. Right. It's the opposite, you know, because I always felt like, uh, you know, I was never able to get work at at an agency or a big company in the very beginning. (laughs) And then I've, you know, had this feeling like, okay, I have to make it on my own. And, and, you know, everything I produce is, you know, going to, going to be able to be turned over into, you know, resources that I can use to survive. And mm-hmm. so I built all this up and then, um, yeah, I see like all the structures around me kind of crumbling, but, um, uh, you know, the same, it's the same with, um, you know, the art world where a lot of artists depend on art fairs, you know, and, yep. and there's been like a, uh, a crazy calendar of art fairs that that have developed over, you know, yeah. over the years. It's like every month there's an art fair. It's crazy. It didn't used to be like that, and then that sort of kind of ruined the art world in a way and ruined the middle section of of the art world. And you know, um, galleries they were doing this. I mean, probably probably still are, but you know, they're doing a lot of bundling where they, you know, if you want to get like a a super desirable painting, you have to buy another painting from or another work from uh, uh, another artist on their stable that's maybe not as desirable. You know, uh-huh. you know how like yep. in Hollywood, Hollywood, they do the bundling thing where they just like, in, in order to get this one thing, you need to get all this other stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. to get access. Yep. And you know, that that's created like a glut, I think yeah. in the market. And then, um, and now it's sort of resetted. Well, maybe hopefully. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might be great. It might be a great system of, fostering more artists but Mm -hmm. uh you know for me it hasn't affected me at all because you know the whole time i kind of lamented that you know oh i'm not in really in that art world i'm not in that art fair cycle no one's really asking me to be in the art fairs and but Mm -hmm. now it's like you know (laughs) it's 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 great that you weren't accepted exactly yeah and that's been like (laughs) the the story of my life (laughs) i've always been like marginalized and you know i'm always like uh you know poor me but it's worked out in the yeah but then yeah no what do you what do you think is going to be like the long lasting effects of this? Like after we come out of our hibernation, there is like a vaccine close to being developed. Do you think we're just going to snap back to the reality that we were? Or do you think we're going to really change as like people? I don't think we're going to. Well, I mean, yeah, it's really hard to say how that's going to play out. But I think one thing that will probably happen is we're just probably going to give up even more of our privacy. I mean, we see that mm-hmm. in China with, you know, the social credit system and, you know, mm-hmm. we've seen how, uh, you know, like say in Israel or in um, a lot of Asia, how they're, they're tracking everyone through their phones to yep. keep track of um, yeah. quarantine. Or in and, Hong and all Kong, that. they're actually doing like a literal house arrest bracelet on you. Yeah. Like yeah. tracking your movements, but if you want to go home, you got to track your movements. And people are like, yeah, let me strap this thing on my ankle. Right. I mean, it's I, crazy. Yeah, I, I think, and I mean, yeah, we say it's crazy now, but I think it'll just be the new normal. Um, yeah. Going forward. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's also a movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like where like whenever you go to the airport, they have to like shoot a thing into your forehead. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about like just gatherings? Like, do you think oh, people I, will be shaking hands after this? Do you think people like will you feel comfortable taking your family to like a busy restaurant? Um, I would like to, I would like to get back to that, <laughs> to that, that, uh, you know, to that, that way of living before. I mean, that's what we yeah. would do, you know, a few times a week. That's, um, and you know, I have a lot of friends in the restaurant hospitality business and, uh, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've contributed to some, some fundraisers and charities. Um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I also tried not tying that to my, my sales. I don't know. It, I, I felt like some people might think it's profiteering from the but anyways, that, that was a whole other discussion we were having. With, with my dad. But in any case, you know, I am trying, I am very concerned about that, you know, because I do have a lot of friends who are in that business. Yeah. But um, I mean, I do hope we get to that stage. I mean, if, if there is a vaccine, I think, I think it should be fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in the beginning it was great for me because it was like, okay, now I have an excuse not to shake your hand because <laughs> Because I, I always I always prefer the you know the Japanese way of uh, you know the bow, the bow. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah no I, I really do hope we, we get back to uh, you know just yeah the gathering together being able to just you know enjoy things in a communal way I, that that's yeah. super important I think that that will definitely happen again um, yeah yeah because you know and these people will take that will, like they'll sort of like respect that way more now yeah yeah or yeah appreciate it. Um, yeah, at least you know, at least in the beginning, but uh, right. but yeah, Something we will we will go back to our, <laughs> our old old habits. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, unless something wipes out a lot of the population, you know, I think the the, <laughs> right. the stru- same structures structures will exist. You know, the the concept of perpetual growth. You know, that that mm-hmm. powers our the stock market and pensions and all that. That that's I think still going to happen until the the next pandemic happens right because you know i think some people have said that that covid is just a dress rehearsal for you know like a real pandemic that has like mm-hmm. a 60 percent mortality rate you know yeah. as opposed yeah. to like a one percent yeah um, this is like a practice one yeah this is a practice one so i think def- do definitely yeah. think um you know a lot of things will go back to uh normal and well before we uh before we sign off and i let you go are there any things that you're supporting any sort of like community activist that like you're particularly passionate about that you just want to give a shout out to? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to shout out Eric Bruner Yang's power of 10 initiative. So basically mm-hmm. his idea is that, you know, every $10,000 equals uh, 10 jobs and um, 1000 meals. And, okay. How do um, we find out more about that? Yeah. I think you can uh, just go to at power of 10 initiative or go to um, Eric Bruner Yang's uh, Instagram. Okay. And then I think even from there, you can sort of branch out and find like other uh, nonprofits that, that are helping the, you know, the community, feeding them, and then also supporting restaurant hospitality workers. Yeah. Cool. All right, James. Thank you so okay. much for your time. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening to this special stay at home series of the business of hype. As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to all the other episodes that we have on hypebeast.com slash radio. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It still helps us tremendously to leave a rating, leave a comment, and share the show with others. I greatly appreciate it. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Jeff Staple. 
This special stay-at-home series of The Business of Hype was directed by me and produced alongside Christina Hong. Social distancing was practiced during the making of these episodes, and I urge everyone, stay at home, distance yourself from others, wash your hands, cough and sneeze in your elbow, and don't touch your face. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay inspired, and we will get through this. I'm Jeff Staple, and you've been listening to The Business of Hype on Hypebeast Radio.